He's live and he's recording. Um, All right. We are here with Mr. Wacker. First off, uh, what happened? Did you forget to charge your bike or... or uh, Jump right in. What? Yeah, what exactly went down? I wish it was something that stupid and simple. Actually, it was stupider and simpler than that. Um, I just went out to the, the ramps and met up with a couple people. I was going to go out of Twitch and Taka, and we got out there, and it was really windy. So I pretty much went into the day like, ah, screw it, we're already here. We're, just, we're all talking about just going and spending some laps on the track at Fallen. And I was just warming up, just kind of just cruising around and checking out the uh, freestyle course. And, like, right as I was, like, I kind of checked it out, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of windy, I don't really know. I was like, I'll just go do some laps. And I was, like, going to, like, where you go and kind of turn around to hit the ramp. I was like, hey, the wind's not that bad. And I just went and went to go blast it. And the only problem is is when I normally go to ride tracks, I'll leave it in map one until I just go and, like, get a couple corners under my belt. And I'll just start going through them depending on what I need to do for maps. So basically I hit ramps in map four and I just didn't even think about it and I turned the corner. It's like the equivalent of hitting a ramp in first gear. Just the stupidest thing. Like I look back at it and I'm like, how in the heck did I even just like, cause it's not like we, we ride Paula a couple times a week. So it's like not some ramp or anything that you, you like I never really think twice about it. Like you don't really go do runs or anything. Like, so I just pinned it, and when I pinned it, she didn't go. So how yeah. soon did you realize it was going wrong? Just right at, like, pretty much halfway up the ramp when I, the thing just didn't go. Because uh, yeah. obviously you don't have the sound or nothing, but I just knew as soon as I hit it, I was like, what the heck's happening? Like, I, this doesn't make any sense. So and map one, it's just, um, like, a beginner type of map, or it's just a shorter one? It basically, it's just super mellow. Like, you can still, like, if you're on a road, like, people still top out at, like, 65 miles an hour-ish. Like, uh, it's barrel riding. Like, the thing will just never, never really spins when we're out in the hills and stuff. Like, I'll cruise that one hand with a shovel and just go around people on hill climbs because the thing just tracks. Uh, and, but the problem is, it just doesn't have that hit. Right. And map four is, like, the craziest power hit ever. Normally, I, it's hard for me to like, tie up jumps because I gas it too much. I'll go deep every time. So, it's just one of those things I went extra slow into it, thinking, oh, yeah, I'm at four. Like, I was just going to say, because you had all that power, you'd probably just creep at it. And yeah, then, creeping, and I get, 20 yeah. feet before, you're just like, oh, my God, there's nothing. Yeah, not even that. I ramp. I just gassed it, and it didn't go... Uh, there was no time to like think about it and pull out and do anything else. I couldn't tell because when I was creeping up to it, it feels the same. Right. It's just when you on it. So, just a dumb, dumb mistake. I've never done anything that bad. It's, like pretty much just like forgetting to turn your gas on. One of those things you need to check before you go hit the ramp, and I didn't. So I was gonna tell you a story like that actually, because <laughs> you were like, it's so stupid. Uh, I had a bike, I used, I had like three bikes at once, and I would always just rotate through them, and uh, maybe I only had two at the time, I went back to my steel frame bike, and I was all sketched out about jumping the ramp, I ran past the ramp like forever, right, So, and then the first time I go to jump it, it 
fouls the spark plug on the face of the ramp. <laughs> and I jump off of it and just land into the backside landing. I'm totally fine. Two months later, I go to lean my bike. My The ramp got crooked, so I lean my bike on the dirt takeoff. And the gas starts coming out. So I turn to shut my gas off. I straighten the ramp out. I get back on my bike. I hit the uh, ramp twice. And the third time, I was going to flip it. And then I was like, eh, I'll just jump it straight one more time. And the bowl emptied out. And I run out of gas on the face of the ramp again. And that time when I jumped off, I, my handlebars were sticking up. And I landed on them with my chest and stuff. It still wasn't as bad as your deal. But what an idiot. You know? yeah, it's, literally most, just... it's literally the most avoidable thing ever. Like that's the that's the thing that bugs me the most about it is it wasn't like I made some you know did some crazy trick like it was wasn't some new jump just jump and ride every day and I was just super excited to go ride that day and like I shouldn't even have hit the ramp that day it was super windy I just did it because I was well, what's gonna go wrong it's, we ride this thing all the time right yeah did it a couple times and go spin some laps and just being all amped up and being in a hurry just rushed it and. Definitely paying the paying the price at this point. Yeah, that's so, a bummer. So what, what exactly is the uh, you broke both ankles or what happened? Yeah, broke both ankles. Uh, my left one I've already had two surgeries on or three surgeries. Broke it twice and like that thing's been completely destroyed twice. So it was already in pretty bad shape and I still have hardware in it from the last one. So when it hit, I didn't even know I broke them at first because I had no feeling. So that was awesome. But when everything kind of came back, I could feel that definitely broke up my ankles. And yeah, the left one was, I don't even want to say it was worse. It's just different because I had all the previous hardware in it. And what happened is it exploded around the hardware. So uh, the so swell. Did you not feel stuff? I saw you posted something about you feel your legs, your feet, or what? Um, It was for a bit. Like, probably. I don't really know the time frame because it's all definitely a little, it feels like a bad dream. Yeah. Um, but, like, I hit, the, I hit the landing, and when I did it, it was like, it was worst case scenario. I landed frame right on this like, full knuckle, so there's no suspension involved. And when I did that, my like, my butt compressed into the seat, and I hit my chest. Like, I don't really have any more, but I had, like, super bruised chest and, like, bleeding a little bit onto the crossbar. And I hit... And normally, every case I've ever had, I've ridden out of. I've never crashed casing. I've always ridden out of it. So I thought it was going to be fine. I just thought I was going to muscle into it. How I've short never... were you? What was that? How short were you? Just frame backside. Oh, uh, okay. So I needed just, if I would have landed on top, it still would have sucked and been a little dirty. Or if, even if I went, you know, three feet farther and got a little of the front suspension on it. Yeah. Well, I just landed frame just straight to just knuckle uh. and popped. <clears throat> when I hit it, compressed everything. And I just remember like thinking, all right, I'm still on the bike when I hit. And I tried to hold myself on and I just rolled off the back of the bike because I couldn't hold on to anything. Mm -hmm. And I rolled down the whole landing. And as I was rolling down the landing, it's like I was trying to move and stop myself from rolling just as that weird, awkward slide. And nothing worked. And then when I sat there, I'd uh, bruised my sternum and stuff pretty good so I knocked the wind out of me so I was just laying there and I couldn't breathe and I couldn't move anything oh. and pretty much just sat there probably wasn't long I want to say it probably felt forever but like five 
six seconds, maybe. I don't know, the whole thing was pretty fast. And because by the time everyone ran over to me, at that point, I still don't think I could really tell, but I couldn't really breathe or anything either. And just when I lived there, just, it was weird. Definitely a weird feeling because having that, waited for everything to kind of come back. And as soon as I could feel my toes and all the pain, like in my ankles, I started trying to move stuff wow. and everything worked. So at that point I was pretty stoked, but I was also scared. I was like, man, if I did do anything, like I'm definitely, we're going to the hospital and I'm getting an ambulance and we're doing this like full proper. Yeah, I'm fucking around. Yeah, but once I had like all the feeling I could kind of move, um, <clears throat> we got my boots off and people lifted me up, put me in a chick, kind of just waited there. Just, just, I mean, it's a little more comfy to be sitting in a chair. First thing I want, I don't want to be laying in the dirt. There's nowhere comfy you're going to put your, put your feet anyways at that point, so. So how long have you been, how long ago was that? You're still alive. Good day. So I went to the hospital and they put me in surgery. They put an external fixator on my left leg. That's basically just because I crushed it so bad, they stretched it back out and put it in place. And then I've been in traction just to let the uh, swelling go down. They couldn't do surgery on it then because it was so bad at that point. Well, so that's your feet, your um, tib fib? Because it seems it doesn't seem like it's in your ankle. It looks like it's up above your ankle. <clears throat> well, it, it's bolted into my tib, but it's pushing it. Also, there's one in my heel. Uh, so my whole foot broke the tib off and like went up. Uh, so just everything was shortened so they stretched it back out and it's holding the place now gnarly <laughs> just gotta wait for the swelling to go down and Thursday after surgery they're gonna go in I assume probably pull most of the hardware out and try to bolt it back together somehow so we'll see how it goes yeah it's not the worst but that's it's gotta be weird to have no feeling and then like to have pain sucks but probably felt kind of good yeah it was no, definitely it was a relief but at that point i was just all well i'm screwed because these things my ankles are not good <laughs> i've broken them enough times have you had have they looked at like your lower back since you had that um numbness because i'm assuming you probably your legs collapsed obviously until your ass hit the seat and you probably got like a stinger up your back that's how it was. They they did a full CAT scan and like they did MRIs, everything around my neck, my chest, just head, every pretty much head to toe. I gave myself a concussion through my ass before. <laughs> I, I, I over rotated a flip and I, so I just got myself like way over top of the you know the bike. It's, my bike's like vertical. And when it landed, I was like, I'll just let the bike like shoot out from under me and just like kind of take some of the impact. And it just went right out from under me and I went right to my ass and I'm pretty sure my head just like snapped back and I was like, oh my goodness, I can't even think. <coughs> didn't even hit my head. No, I didn't hit my head at all. It was pretty much, I mean, everything's pretty clear as day, but like I said, it just kind of all feels like a bad dream. Uh, yeah. So what's the plan? How long you in, you in there for this time? It's kind of up in the air right now. It all just depends on how the surgery goes on Thursday. See what the doctor says once everything's actually all bolted up. They're going to go in and they're going to fix both of them. Uh, they did work on my right one on last Tuesday, but he's going to go in and try to clean it up and clean it up a little more, I guess. So yeah, I think that one's pretty, pretty basic. 
Um, but my left one's just, there's too much complicated stuff going on there. So it's hard to say. They're saying like they're probably going to have to fuse it and do all this other stuff and down the line, see what happens. But for the most part, everyone I know that's had their ankles fused was stoked because it was better than it was before they did it. Oh, really? Yeah. Even with the, like how much uh, motion do you use or lose? It just depends on the person and how they fuse it. Chuck had his done and said it was the best thing ever because his ankle was so bad. He could barely like walk or run. And once they fused it, he has a little bit of up and down in his left one. It's like, basically you have to put a little more oomph into shifting. But when I get back around, I'm gonna be on an electric bike anyway, so it's not gonna matter about shifting. That's true. My, um, I didn't even break my ankle and it's still, uh, or get it fused and it's still shit now. I can barely shift. Yes, and as well as fucking. When they fuse it, it's so it just like, what do they do when they fuse it? I think they pretty much just bolt the whole thing together so it just doesn't, it stays in one spot. Can't really. I thought they like bone welded it. I'm gonna say, <laughs> I don't know man, I'm not a doctor. I just know that the answers. Yeah, you got a sick uh, hospital jacket on. How do you not know this? <laughs> I've been this thing for a few days. It's probably pretty pretty right, but around now. It's, it's fine. There's no crotch. <laughs> right? <laughs> Free flowing out here. So, what hospital are you in? Can we like uh, send you pizzas and stuff? That would be sweet. I'm in Palomar Hospital in Escondido. We got it's actually pretty nice. I don't know if you guys can see like Hold on, let me blow you up right now. We got a window and oh, we have a shit. the view's probably blown out, but it's palm trees and mountains and it's just a giant hotel room. So Nice. I was just think I'm in the hotel and then I look up and I'm got the distraction bed up and all kinds of crazy stuff going on with my legs. Ugh. Wow. That thing's intense. Got those uh, air things on your calves, like, pumping them? Yeah, so you what don't get blood clots? Yeah. No, they haven't. They just give me, I, actually, when uh, you guys were trying to call me earlier, they were giving me an injection in my stomach for blood clots, some medicine, and I try to sit here and move around as much as I can. You I got should a have... You should have went live, bro. We could put that on the air. Get your <laughs> belly injections. You even hear just hear me whine like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good radio, dude. <laughs> What's your level of pain right now? Has it gotten worse or is it getting slightly better? Um, today's not too bad. We've been just experimenting every day with pain level stuff and medications. Yesterday was miserable. It was. The whole afternoon, I was just floating between the nine and the ten, and the medicine wasn't really working. It's pretty rough, but last night I got my nightly dose, and it put me to sleep. I woke up this morning and pretty much felt felt like I do now. And then they started me on my morning regimen, and I've been pretty solid since. So, but yeah, today hasn't gotten too bad. I think I'm due. They'll probably I don't know if the nurse heard me or not, but I think my next one will be in about five minutes. So. Nice. Are they gonna put you down right in front of us? <laughs> Pretty much. We can see you go right in the mellow mode. Well, <laughs> that takes a little while to kick in. 
That's true. Well, Do you get the shot or the pill? This one will be a pill. I always vary too. I'm always like, uh, they go, what, what do you want? Pill or shot? And I'm like, mm, this time, let's go with the I pill. Got, I got the IV and it's known for emergency situations, but it hasn't gotten bad enough to take the, the emergency medicine. Yeah, well, that just works faster, but then by the time your four hours are up, you're like, I'm ready. Whereas if no. you take a pill, it's a little bit. <clears throat> Yeah, my body metabolizes that stuff super quick. It doesn't last too long. So the stuff that they put in my arm is stronger, but it only works for one hour. So, and when it's up in that hour, it's just completely gone. Like, yeah. It's nuts. Yeah, so, that's what I was saying. The shots are good immediately, but then they wear off quicker, and then you're just, like, hurting before your next time. Pretty much. Oh, now the pills just kind of taper off and you can start to tell when they're kind of, when they're about to kick in and like, I'm getting there. It's definitely wearing off. It's starting to get pretty, pretty bad. It just feels like there's a vice on my foot and it just slowly and slowly like just keeps turning in. The pain swelling is coming back. Yeah. Ugh, man, you're right. Reminded me of so many bad times. Like when your foot starts to swell to the point that you're pretty sure that the skin's just gonna bust open. Yeah. Like I'm that, pretty sure that this is going to explode. That's they did physical therapy with me the day after it happened, and the physical therapists were like, "We got to get you out of a bed. Like we got to get you in a wheelchair. Got to make sure that you can do all this stuff before you know before you leave and." learn all this stuff I was like I can get in the wheelchair this isn't the first time I've broken yeah. my ankles so like I've, I've had some time in those I can operate it and they just kept hounding me and hounding me and hounding me and finally I was like all right let's do it so I just pulled myself up got in the wheelchair like it was nothing They're like wow you did that really well yeah okay like okay like let's take it out of the room now like turn this way do this like, okay cool guys like, I can pop a wheelie and do a 360 if you want me to like what are we trying to get accomplished here? And I came back, and when I came back from my little stroll around the the orthopedic ward we have here on level seven, my ankle, I looked at it, and there were spots that were just black, and they were getting bigger, and, like, my whole ankle was pulsing, and the spots, like... Just from beating like, up? It literally looked like it was going to pop. Ugh. Yeah. I remember, I think, I don't know if it was the last one or the first one, but I had an... A blood blister on my ankle from the swelling, and it did pop like that. It was gross. Gnarly. Wow. Yeah, they started um, doing that with me the last time I was in the hospital, too, like trying to get me on these crutches. And I was like, listen, I've been on crutches like a bunch of times. I've got this under control. And they're like, well, we got to test you. So I go, okay. And I'm just like, same thing, got up right down the hallway, back in. And they're like, wow. I was like, I told you, like, this is like the fifth time I've been on crutches. I've got it under control. Yeah. So eventually, with all that stuff, um, especially since the whole reason I'm in the hospital right now is because the swelling's so bad and my leg has to be in this position, I got all the physical therapy stuff canceled. I was like, why don't you come back after I have my surgery and there's a chance of me actually getting in a wheelchair? Yeah. Um, we got to get to that point first, and right now we're pretty much just making it worse, so. Right, right now you're, well, you haven't even had surgery, so you're not even on the mending process yet. 
And if they're delaying surgery because of swelling, being up and around is not, you know, conducive to anything. True. That's what I told them, and I finally got everyone to agree. That's good. But, no, other than that, man, I've just been hanging out. Literally. I'm sure. I'm sure. What, are you, what are you watching while you're in there? Um, it just depends on what I get stuck on that day. I've actually haven't been watching too much TV lately. I've been on my laptop just trying to work on thrash did stuff so the last two days have just been solid work days and i think before that we usually get stuck on uh south park reruns or if we're lucky enough to have those on the office we're watching the office marathon uh, we're pretty pretty <clears throat> don't have a huge selection of tv here so yeah well, that's why i figured you probably only had a handful of Stations and you probably end up watching the same thing over and over. Yeah. It's like, it's better for me to just sit on my computer and work. Time goes by faster. And yeah. Accomplishing stuff, so. Um, do you have Impractical Jokers? No, we have, I don't, Apparently we were watching that the first day, but I don't remember that. I love Impractical <laughs> Jokers. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying to think. That's... No, the TV's usually just on, I'm not usually watching it that often though. Too much stuff to catch up on Instagram. So many photos. Yeah. Um, let's see if anybody's commenting on Facebook here. If anybody wants to say hello. Oh yeah, we didn't even go over your, uh, um, where to get your stuff, thrashkids.com. Yep, that's it. Somebody said, uh, did he say Taco was there? Does he speak better English when it's an emergency? Uh, no, he does not. <laughs> no, he's like, that's just how he talks like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, I can't really remember any quotes. I think everyone was just kind of freaking out when it happened. Yeah. What? Um, talk is rad. Yeah, he's a cool dude. I wish I was smart like him and just brought me a 125 and went in moto that day. I would have been better. Hey man, someone's got to do it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Talk has done a lot of that. <laughs> Practicing, I mean. Uh, yeah. Not not crashing the water and getting himself up. No, actually, there was one night where I don't remember what it was, but I get my. They come in at 4 a.m. and give me my medicine. And one night I did that, and I was just flipping through the channels, and I went to ESPN and fully had the X Games, what the Road to X Games or whatever they call it, uh -huh. that they did the contest at uh, Jacko's spot. And I totally watched Taco break his foot there. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Over jumping, and I was like, hey, like that was me two days ago, and he was helping me. It's like, that's really ironic. I didn't, uh, I haven't seen that. The only time it was air, it aired both times I wasn't here, so. I, well, I, I caught the rerun at 4 a.m. Yeah, that's why I haven't seen it, I suppose. <laughs> well, it would have been 7 a.m. on your time, so you should have been up. That's true, but not watching TV, I suppose. Yeah. I'd probably be making coffee right about 7 a.m. Yeah. Um... Did you get to watch Vegas? 
Yeah, we uh, actually we were stoked. We did have Fox Sports One in the hotel, so we were watching that. I think I missed part of the main. Though they forgot something happened. They were giving me medicine, or I don't remember what it was, but there was doctors and I had to miss part of it. But I pretty much got the gist of it. Uh, it was cool. Yeah. I'm glad um, Anderson kept it. Man, he stayed really good all season for the amount of pressure he had to have had on himself, you know? Oh, yeah, he was killing it. Like, I would have lost my mind. Way early. <laughs> <laughs> and he never, like, really backed off and just rode around, you know? Like, he always at least rode... You know, not as aggressive as he was in the beginning, but he still was up, you know, like top five all the time, no matter what. Yeah, no, that's what you got to do. The second you slow down, man, that's when you, that's when it gets you. Yeah, for sure. Am I back on? Yes, you are back. All right, I'm on my phone. I don't know why my internet decided to not work all of a sudden. That'll happen. That's technology. We were making fun of the hospital internet, saying it was going to flop, and then mine's the first one to go. Dude, I have awesome internet in here. It's like better than my own. I know. Own. interesting. <laughs> I've gotten more work done in the last week just sitting on my computer here than I have in the last month at home. That's good. But not like I have much more of those. Talk about that. What's going on with the... Yeah. So you think that's going to help to have a little bit of a break to work on that stuff? Uh, I hope so. I mean, I don't really have anything else to do at this point, so it's. I always tell people... Am I frozen oh, again? No, you're good now. You've gotten in and out, but we get... <laughs> we, are, we get the gist. Yeah, making sense, sort of. But... Oh. No, I have I'm a lot of plans to make some stuff happen, so we're just... Luckily, we got the ball rolling before this all happened, and you know, had some merch and had some sales, and we're kind of getting things going. So at least now, like the plane's in the air. Now we just got to keep it up there. That's good. This is normally when I put your merch up on the screen, but I can't fucking phone. <laughs> I feel helpless all of a sudden. I've just spent the last two days like, designing a bunch of new products and ordering up stuff. So we got got quite a bit of new rad stuff on the way. I'm pretty stoked on it. Should be a should be cool. Yeah, like three. Coming. What do you get it? What do you got? What are you making? Thrashkids.com. We got some shirts coming. We got a bunch more stickers. Uh, three new hats. Ordered up a couple more samples on some hats so that we can start making more fun stuff and. I've got a whole list of products I want to make, and the goal is to try to, hopefully before I get out of here, have everything ordered and ready to go. So, at least for samples and whatnot, and should have a full range of stuff at least by summer. So. Sweet. What else are you going to, um, you say a full range of stuff, like wallets and belts, or like what are you trying to do? I'm kind of torn between that kind of stuff and how much I want to do with it. Uh I think right now I'm just trying to keep it simple and we're going to do hats and shirts obviously like for summer I want to throw in some uh, like a men's tank top 
just a couple more new shirts and just try to put out really cool and good stuff, not just a ton of crappy stuff, but throwing in some accessories for the summer, like koozies for the lake and bottle openers, just knickknacks, fun stuff. And then kind of see how it progresses and we can get into belts and wallets, trying to make something cool. But with that stuff, I'm so picky that if it's not something that's super rad, I don't even really want to bother. Uh, yeah. Like the design and quality part matters so much to me that half the time I just won't make something because I can't make it to the standard that I want. Yeah, you just want to slap your name on something just to sell it. No, it's got to be it's got to be rad. So we'll see. There's all kinds of. I mean, the obviously the the I guess can't even think right now. <clears throat> the amount of stuff we can do is endless. You just gotta. We try to do it slow, do it cool. Like I said, I don't want to just a bunch of crappy stuff just to have it. Just want to put time into making some rad stuff. Didn't really tell anyone about it before, but for a while I was working on gloves and I had a couple samples of some gloves. But that's probably been almost, probably almost three years now. But they were sweet. I just same thing. They didn't really get to where I was comfortable with the quality of them. Needed to do a little more work, and I just got focused on other projects and kind of left it out to dry so that might be something that I might go back and try to get rolling but is it all you or you got a partner or partners it's me and my girlfriend Heather she's pretty much been doing uh, most of it for the last she's been the one who's got it all up and running again and handling most of it I just I'm just trying to do the product side of things oh, hello <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> that was my T-word for getting asked. It's gonna, they're going to go on the shift change, so if I don't get any now, I won't be able to get anything for like another hour and a half. And you were like, F that. Yeah, by then, like right now, the pain's just starting to kick in pretty good. By then, I'm going to be miserable, so I'm going to try to avoid that. <clears throat> this has definitely been one of the most painful injuries I've ever had, especially because it just didn't go in and get fixed right away. Yeah. Kind of still broken I mean normally it sucks they give you your IV you wake up the, after surgery and it's pretty much just recovery time and you deal with it and you're up and going and move forward but this has just been a week and I'm in the exact same position I was since last Wednesday when I got or got back out of the wheelchair and got in here I they took me to some little ass um, hospital I compound tip fib, I tore my meniscus, I broke my tib in another spot up by my knee. And uh, they took me to the hospital and then uh, I was in the middle of nowhere and I'm like, fuck this, I'm not having my leg done here. The guy, and then the, the doctor comes in, it's like 9.30 at night, it was a Saturday night race. And the guy comes in and he's just like... Uh, Looks like a, your standard tip fib, you know, should be no problem, which immediately made me go, oh, shit. <laughs> this makes me worried. So, uh, I end up telling them, I start calling the doctor that Chuck referred me to, that did his shoulder, and he did my shoulder. Uh, mm -hmm. So then I start texting him at like 10.30 at night, and uh, he ends up finally calling me back, and I talk to him, and he's like, I heard how big the hole was, and uh 
he was like, just have him spray the hole with saline solution and um, splint you up and then leave. So it was like a 45-minute argument with the um, doctor that I wasn't getting my surgery there. And they're like, you can't leave like this. And I'm like, no, I'm leaving. So then same thing. <laughs> by the time, that was Saturday night, by the time I got to my doctor on Monday, the thing was huge. It was just like, you know, the same size from my knee to my ankle. Everything was just one big round log. And uh, so then we had to wait until the following Wednesday as well, or Thursday, um, to finally do the surgery on it when the, uh, when it went down. So yeah, same thing. I was turning, and I could feel the bones like hitting off each other and shifting and stuff. And I'm like, this is so much worse. <laughs> yep. Thank you. He's doing drugs on the internet. <laughs> I wish there was that latch. Bro, partying. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I've never, I don't, I only know Wacker to take, to drink beer. See, that's, that's quite good to you, man. I haven't had any in a week. <laughs> so you're, uh, you're filling the void with opiates. Dude, I wish I didn't have to, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I wish there was something else that worked. Yeah. But it's, dude, this has been one of the most painful things that I've ever had. Like I was saying, like, it's just, I think once it gets fixed, it usually sucks for a day or two, and then you can deal with just having ibuprofen, but I haven't been, it hasn't been that good yet, so. I think getting older, they suck worse, too, because... Yeah. <laughs> I keep that's probably a big thing in it. My last like four good injuries, every one was worse than the last one. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> this is so much worse. <laughs> 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 like, when I was young, it didn't matter. I want to say my last major one was my ankle, and it was eleven years ago, almost to the day of this one. Wow, that's so. a good run, Wacker. Yeah, that's a good I've had three shoulder surgeries in between, but those weren't those weren't even from crashes. Those were just they started just popping out. So, well, I mean, some broken bones and stuff. That's a, I didn't even think I had an eleven year run just total. Well, but he had <laughs> how many shoulder surgeries did you have? So you still had injuries. Yeah, I still had three shoulder surgeries and injuries, but like crash wise and injury like breaking stuff, uh, broken bones, and all of this nonsense. Like the shoulders, I just pop in, and eventually, once they get bad enough, they keep popping out. I'll go get surgery on them, get them fixed up. But it's definitely a whole different thing than just crashing and weeding your brains out and breaking both your legs just yeah. to walk into a doctor's office and be like, "Hey, man, my shoulder sucks. Can you fix it?" Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like, how hard is this one? Like, uh, mentally, crashes like this, they kind of—I mean, you get bumped out or. Mm -hmm. Not really bummed. Just, I mean, it sucks. I can bum that it happened, but it just, it is what it is. Just gotta yeah. move forward from here, and hopefully, hopefully it all works out. No, I don't know. Well, I'm bummed. I was on a good run. And well, you you're in the hospital. <laughs> that's when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, you got the right answer. I didn't have a good run there at the end. Of the 
<laughs> I like just started to run and I just smashed myself again. I was like, ah, damn, it is getting old. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me grab another beer. I'll be right back. Lucky. Yeah. Can we send you beer in the hospital? Dude, I don't even want a beer right now. <laughs> Heather wants beer right now. <sighs> no, I gotta take right. myself healthy and get this recovery gun. <laughs> send her beer. I'll send you pizza or something. You sound like sloth because your internet keeps cutting out. Yeah, it's... I'm done talking for me. Every time you talk, man, it cuts out. Alright, let me see this black the internet. Do you hear me the charger cable? Thanks, dude. Oh, you hear that? <laughs> Glorious. Just sitting there silently. He's making fun of me. He said I sound like sloth. <laughs> is, is it right now, man? It's because he's in a flyover state. I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know you exist, Nick. That's the yeah. internet. That's, that's, that's everywhere in between New York and California that doesn't matter. You know you're between New York and California, right, Clint? Just barely. Well, you're still between it. We have an airport, though, so people fly from here. California. I got two airports. <laughs> yeah, in a cornfield. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't have time for this shit I'm paying. <laughs> um, I still, am I blur, am I lagging or what? Oh, you're back yeah. now. Yeah. Much better now. Just trying to restrain myself because I'm getting everything's definitely kicking in. See, you said that it takes much longer. Well, it's been, I also told my nurse that an hour and a half ago, and I had to make sure I got it before she left. Oh, I can tell when it starts wearing off and everything starts hurting, I start getting restless and moving around in the bed, and nothing's comfortable anymore. Did you bring your own pillow in there, or did they have sick brown pillows? No, Heather went home one day and got a toothbrush and a pillow and a couple things from home. Nice. So, but the bed setup isn't too isn't too shabby. I mean, it's pretty comfy. I'd like to, you know, do another position other than just having my legs straight up in the air, but... Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, you can't even turn on your side, huh? No, like not at all. Oh man, that's horrible. I'll, I'll, I, yeah, and I sleep on my side or my stomach. I never sleep on my back. So <laughs> I'm sitting and trying to wiggle out, wow. wedge myself in the corner so I have at least something to lean against. How are your legs suspended? Is it just something like wrapped underneath your? They have rope hooked to my external fixator, hooked to the jungle jam up above the bed. It's just holding on the fixator? 
Like, oh. There's a jungle gym set up. Yeah. Then, and it pulls yeah, from that like, thing. Jesus. Hey, <laughs> look at that torture. Look at that torture device. Like, there's a little bit of extra slack in it just because I actually have it raised higher than they originally set it up at. The doctor was stoked because he said to keep it elevated, and I extra elevated it. Uh, Eight inches above your heart. Dude, I've been, other than right now, because I'm sitting up a little bit just to hold my computer halfway decent, the thing's been, my head's been on the ground and nothing's as high as the bed'll go. So, on top of five pillows. Well, you're an excellent patient. Yeah. So we got we're leaning, that's for sure. There you go. Painful look. My buddy did that when we were younger. <laughs> My buddy broke his head and I was like, Sorry. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> didn't still have it like if they saw an AOL instant messenger, we could just do like a group chat, like group group message, and we could just hold, just type chat to each other, like the good old days. I like trying to decipher what he's saying. <laughs> I got one word out of it. Well, like, he had a friend that had the did something. Yeah, his buddy did something. Oh, he hung up. He got all mad and hung up. All emotional because his internet's not working. Yeah. Oh, there he goes. Now he's in. He's just full on old school. Just start a chat room. No, just saying he's out. Man. Rumble <laughs> his feathers. Um, that happened the last time we did it too. Did he cut out? Yeah, he cut out and left. Like halfway through. Yep, get my recline on, stretching my legs out. Trying to get comfy in this thing. There you go. It's impossible. Um, who do you think's gonna win the outdoors? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know, man. It's always weird. It's hard to say. Hard to say. I mean, Tomac's gonna be faster than hell. We all know that, but. We also see how his championship went this year. Yeah. Uh, I kind of think... But he's also been focused on winning that Supercross championship and probably hasn't been doing nearly as much outdoor testing and Supercross testing as a lot of the other guys. Probably yeah. true. But, hard to say. Dude, Ripsy's got confidence. Who else is there? I don't know, I just hope it's good. Marvin Marvin was pretty fast last year. True. I don't think I watched the Nationals at all last year. It was... I don't remember even why, but I don't remember watching any of them. That's very upsetting. I remember why, because I was like on the... I was riding every day, and usually when the Nationals were going on, I was jumping my dirt bike in a circus tent. Uh, That's why I didn't watch any of them. You couldn't find any circus people that had uh, cable. I got uh, DirecTV now on my phone. We could catch a little bit of stuff here and there, but it ended up just getting to the point where you really, I mean, once the series was kind of boring and Tomac was winning everything, there wasn't much to watch. Um, did you get the uh, that uh, NBC Go or what? 
it wasn't gold, it was sports gold or something. I got that 50 bucks you can get the outdoors, and then um, you can watch all the practice and stuff, and even when they do the race, you don't end up getting commercials. Uh, a lot of times, they'll, the camera will just sit there and you can hear like the track announcer instead of the guys on TV. It's actually yeah, a good deal. I didn't even bother because like, like I said last year we were doing the circuit shows and pretty much all that stuff was in the time frame of when we were doing stuff so between everything else going on we'd catch like 15-20 minutes here or there uh, wasn't worth spending the money for the for the app and whatever we could catch on our phones if it works was about all we'd watch well you could watch the nationals later on if you got the app yeah like I said, I wasn't that. I'm just letting you know for this year in case you want to do it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thrashkids.com. Yep. Just Everyone should not watch the Nationals. They should just... <laughs> Spend their $50 at thrashkids.com. Yep, exactly. <laughs> just try and find the Nationals on TV, even though Moto 1 of the 250s is going to be on this channel, and then Moto 1 on the 450s on another channel. And then they'll show the second moto the following day. That'll be fine. Just spend it at thrashkids.com. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, actually, have... I was supposed to go. Eric Swan was going to race the first three nationals, and he wanted me to be his mechanic. And we were going to do some, throw out some custom Thrash Kids Swan apparel and accessories, and just go and run it all van life. But it sounds like an epic team. Epic it would have been really cool, but I don't think it's going to work out like with the wheelchair and all the other stuff I got going on at the You need one so. of those wheelchairs with the tracks on it that like stands you up too. Um, it just holds you straight up. Like have you thing. seen that? Yeah, I have seen this. I've seen some paralyzed dude, right? And he's like, I'm like, whoa, look at that guy's friggin' thing. And then later it was like at a bike rally, he goes down this big ass hill and shit. And then there's a concert later and I look over and he's like stood up in it. And I'm like, what the fuck does this guy got going on? I was like, that thing is sick. He's partying. Yeah. It basically had like the um, uh, snow bike track on it. Two of them. I mean, Just need, I don't know, I need some kind of setup. It'd be even cooler if they made some braces where you don't actually put weight on your legs you just kind of stand in them and they support you off your hips or something you can just walk well it's like that thing that skate thing where the people kneel on uh yeah those are pretty cool i'm just gonna get a rascal like i've been looking for those for a while just pimp one of those out and have my little four-wheel scooter and just, just mob anywhere i want to go there you go or a hover round <laughs> right yeah i think the four-wheel scooters look cooler though the hover around is probably more practical, but it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't look nearly as cool. Style, style matters, man. Even when you're injured, style matters. I never had that good of style, so, you know, it was like, whatever. It's never really, didn't bother you? No, I just accepted. Function over fashion? I, yeah, exactly. I used to try to make my bikes ugly. <laughs> at one point I had a Honda and I painted the 
the number plates, like this um, flat brown I bought, flat brown spray paint. And the rest of like the rest of it was all red, and I cut them like fucking horrible shape, and then I painted them flat brown. I was just I think I painted the exhaust pipe flat brown as well. I was just trying to make it ugly. That does sound like you might have succeeded. I think I, I did. I don't remember seeing it, but it sounds like it just based off your description. I need to find some pictures. It was pretty ugly. <laughs> it was like a O one two. It was a rattle trap. Oh yeah. O one. CR250. Good motor, though. Until they got, like, worn... Once they got worn out for, like, a little bit, then they got, like, this miss in them. Hmm. I don't know. I just worked on mine a lot, and it never really got wore out, so it always ran pretty good. Yeah. I would run it until... <laughs> until it just got worn out? Until it was worn out. And then I had to replace the cylinder on it because it was all belled out at the bottom. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. No. On the Yamahas, once I like got a little older and was doing it for a living for longer, I started, you know, do, doing the upper ends and swapping out the cylinders more frequently. That's make, good. To make sure I didn't die. That's always a plus side. Like, I mean, as anal as I've been about bikes, it's funny that I just crash on a brain malfunction something that <laughs> well you can't ever tell you know like I uh, my biggest things are I change handlebars and chains randomly because I've seen both of them break just after a while they get you know worn and then no uh, no warning that's it that is true I change chains quite a bit handlebars not so much I don't know, I feel like I'm pretty easy on for the most part, but I've definitely seen some random bars break. But yeah. yeah, those are probably pretty good to change out every now and again. Yeah. Especially depends on what kind of bars you're running. It's true. I guess if they're old metal ones, as long as you're not bending them and just bending them back by hand, I think you're all right. I've seen like fat, like pro taper or not pro taper, but I've seen the fat bars break. Yeah, I've broken some of those. That's what I'm saying. If you had regular, I mean, I guess I should have said, oh, just, like, a, like a steel bar. Well, yeah, because steel just bends. Steel's gonna <laughs> just bend. But aluminum just breaks at random when it's finally stressed enough. Yeah. I broke one. Uh, the the regular whatever they are, seven eighths or something. When I was younger, in the backyard here, seat bouncing, and just broke one of the sides off. Luckily, it had a crossbar on it. <laughs> I broke one. Um, I bent a pair of bars back in the woods riding, and then I leaned it on this uh, barrel. And then I was, like, trying to push on the bike to get the bar to bend back, and then it snapped off. And I had to ride back uh, it, through the woods, like, a mile and a half to the truck with one handlebar. Luckily, the clutch side broke off. At least so I could still use the, the gas. Oh, man. Yeah, that would have been pretty brutal if you couldn't use the gas. Yeah, if the throttle side had broken off, it would have been hairy for sure. And, How was um, it in the clutch just with it just flopping around in your hand, though? It was a little bit. And it, and it was sandy. It was sand through the woods. Like, the sand trail through the woods with one side. So I was just washing around the whole time. That sounds uh, pretty wild. And then I had one, I was had just started to flip, 
and I was content. It was one of those amateur contests that I did put on, and I was thinking about flipping there, and then I went to ride through this corner that was like super just blown out. There was a bunch of silt, and when I went through, my front end pushed. But it was slow enough where my front end pushed and I seriously s stood, like just stepped over my handlebars and stood up. And when I looked back down, my handlebar was just sticking straight up like it had broken off. And you could see where it had been rubbing for a while. And I'm like, dude, I totally could have just ripped my bars off trying to do a flip for sure. And that was the last, that was when I started just randomly replacing handlebars. That's probably a good thing. Sounds like you had a pretty, not such good luck with it. It was a close call. I think I may have broken another set, but that was crashing. Yeah, I've broken like four sets of handlebars. <laughs> yeah, I don't, can't say that I've ever broke one. No, it's somebody else told me. <laughs> I forget who. I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen him break quite a bit. I was at an IFMA and I watched a guy crash and his bike like hit the ground and he broke both ends off of it. Oh, end. yeah. Yeah, and when that happened, his bike flipped and whiskeyed like into the tunnel and was just in like the pit where all the bikes were just doing donuts and just taking shit out. Nice. Obviously, get to the throttle or the kill switch because they're both flopping around in the bars. That's pretty wild. Yeah. I forget who it was. Yeah, it was an old dirt act, man. It's pretty, pretty hectic. Yeah, they were gnarly, man. That running there was tight. Yeah, I think it was one of those, some guy who was there just to do his like first like tryout. Like, it was before practice, they let everyone, the new guys go out and see if they can, what they feel about doing it. And yeah, dude just, I think he, I don't remember if he cased or bailed, what actually happened, but I just remember his bike flipping through the air with no, no handlebars. That was probably 04, 05, it was pretty exciting. See, I mean, there, there you go. I tell people all the time, like, Life is about learning lessons and at what point you learn those lessons. Like, you'll ride a motorcycle again. If this was the first day that you ever went to ride a ramp, you'd probably never jump a ramp again. That guy probably never did another contest again. No, I'm trying to think if he did or not. I'm pretty sure he did. I can't remember the two of the two he was, but... Oh, it's somebody that ended up becoming... The fact that you can't remember made me think that... You never saw yeah, them again. He didn't do a lot, but he definitely he came back and like was able like he definitely wrote events for them. Oh, that's good. But it wasn't like a lot. Like I said, obviously I can't even remember the dude's name at this right now, but I can't remember anyone's name anyways. I get I have people get mad at me all the time and I'm like, it's not my fault. <laughs> I don't remember you, I'm sorry. Do you know how many concussions I've had and how awesome my memory is? Yeah, uh, yes I do. I'm probably in a similar situation. Most definitely. I like how we just talk about it like it's all like not a big deal. Yeah, it's funny. I tell people that shit. And I, I posted a, a picture of like, there was a scar on, or a, in, like a, um, they put the plate in my femur. And then there was like some uh, fishing wire looking shit sticking out of the scar. So I was like pulling on it with tweezers and I posted a picture and I had, I was like, what do you think is going on here? And I had like six people, you know, be like, don't pull on that. That's it. Stitches on the inside and blah, blah, blah. You know, like who else is 
friends list would have so many people that were already like, no, I know what that is. <coughs> yep. No normal people, you know, their friends would be like, oh my god. And our friends are like, no, it's just leave it alone, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, when I went when I went in for all my x-rays and everything on this injury, the doctor was like, so what, what do you think you did? And I was like, I definitely broke both my ankles. I was like, I don't know what else is gone, but they're definitely broken. I was like, I just want to, basically just want to get everything else checked out. And afterwards, I told him, I was like, I'm no doctor, but I broke both my ankles. And he came back, he's like, your diagnosis was 100% correct. You did break both your ankles. I was like, yeah, no, it's not the first time. Yeah. They uh, showed up to me on the track and I'm like, I broke my tib fib. Are you sure? I'm like, yes, do not remove that boot. And then, um, like, 20 minutes later, I felt, like, warm running water. And I was like, okay, compound tip fib. And they're like, you sure? I'm like, yes, I'm totally sure. And then in the uh, ambulance, finally, uh, on the way, they're like, hey, we're going to have to check. I was like, compound tip fib. How do you know? I'm like, I know. Trust me. And uh, he goes, well, we're going to have to check it. And I was like, no, you don't don't take that boot off and he's like if you do you need something for pain and I was like well yeah kinda and he's like well then we're gonna have to check it so I go oh okay so he unbuckles my boot and he goes to pull it and I can feel my whole leg like a whoop and like the bones slide past each other and then that dude just turned white and was like oh and I was like oh there it is That's <laughs> I was like I told you not to take that thing off but then they and they gave me drugs. So. Crazy. So they fully like. See, I've always. I've never done the tip fib before. Mm-hmm. So I always. With my ankles, I've always pulled my boots off immediately. Just so they wouldn't get stuck and swell in it. I don't know if like that's right or wrong. But I'm, before, it always just started as this is my only pair of Alpine Stars and I don't want you guys cutting them off. <laughs> so I just didn't have someone pull them off as quick yeah. as possible. And that was pretty much what we did. I just figured that by the time I get to the hospital and the pain is just excruciating, the last thing I want is four people sitting there cutting and pulling on my boots and ankles, especially when they're swollen up twice the size. So I just, first thing we did is just, I was like, you guys got to get my boots off and Twitch and Heather, my girlfriend, and, and Taka and this other dude, uh, Sanders was there and they were just, unbuckled them and I just hold my knee and they would just pull wasn't very didn't feel very good but Um, I knew that if like my mine was broke right in half I it was stuck underneath like my handlebars and when I looked down my whole boot was like buckled backwards so I immediately knew and then um I had them leave it on to hold my leg in place because otherwise, which I broke that tib fib uh, also when I was like nine, um, but you know, like your whole leg just then dangles. So I knew that if they had pulled that boot off, my leg was just going to be flopping around. See, you know? I, I, that makes sense, but I just didn't know like how it was when they finally went and took your took your shit off. Like you, when they did take your boot did off, did it suck? I mean, I was in shock hardcore so nothing even really hurt you know I was like that should hurt that's fucked up for sure and it should hurt but right now it doesn't really hurt yet so 
Um, like I said, <clears throat> it, I could just feel the bones, like, my whole leg stretch out and the bones, like, clang off each other, which was kind of made me want to throw up a little bit. But it made me laugh that he wanted to throw up worse than I did, the ambulance <laughs> guy, so. And then they yeah. started checking my blood pressure. And they're like, are you okay? And I go, yeah, why? And they're like, because your heart rate is normal. I'm like, well, you know, I'm freaking out. It's not really going to, not going to do us any good here. So, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, I'm experienced. Yeah, it's not a fun one. Not a, not a good thing to be experienced in. No, and that's why I've been trying to put videos out and stuff and help people that have injuries and you know because it does suck but you can return pretty good as long as you kind of you know rehab this stuff correctly obviously I still have stuff that doesn't work correctly or the way that it did originally you know but I function well yeah and I think the bad part is is even when I get out of here and I get done my first thing that I want to do is I want to go get my knees checked out because they're they've never been that great anyways and today they were just both black and blue and swollen and one of them was full of fluid and I was just like for already having pretty crappy knees pretty sure whatever I did to my ankles just those things can't be can't be too good in there so I think uh, depending on how it all goes I'll probably end up since I'm already in the wheelchair trying to see if I can get both of them fixed so that and my, with what I have going on with my ankles, I'm pretty sure that the knees will be 100% healed by the time I even get to have put any pressure on my legs anyway. So, yeah. Try to see if I can talk the doctor into that same scenario. Just get them all done. Just get it all done. Hopefully, your knees are just swollen right now from uh, your lower leg, like that stuff needing to dissipate. I mean, because that's how I am. You know, if I like hurt my eye, um, even my lower leg, you know, uh, my lower leg swelled so much that eventually it had to move up into my knee. And then mm -hmm. my knee was super stiff, which actually my knee still sucks. So I don't, I don't know what happened there. I did tear my meniscus, but. They didn't even make like that was a big deal. <laughs> now my knee sucks. I was like, shit, I don't understand. How come nobody addressed this with me? Yeah, no, that's where I'm at. I was like, I already know what it kind of what it is in this situation where I'm at. I like, they've needed to be worked on, and I feel like I don't want to have two new ankles and go into it and try to do rehab with two shot knees because it definitely didn't help my knees out. No. I would probably go out on a limb and say they didn't get any better. <laughs> yeah, I'm not feeling that they did. I've actually been in the hospital just being laid up here. I've been having probably more knee pain and aches than my ankles. Because obviously x-rays and stuff, they're not going to pick up anything in that, but whatever is torn or jacked up. Like one of them already had torn meniscus and torn PCL. So, sure landing that hard. All my feet didn't help. Yeah. But I'm sure a lot of that pain, like I said, is probably just from your lower legs being swollen, so it's got nowhere else to, nowhere else to go, so eventually it's going to creep up into your knees and make them not feel so good. Yeah. Oh, are you... We'll see. Are you a... How... Uh, 
Like, that was my thing always. I swelled up, like, huge. And that's where most of my pain ultimately came from, was from just all the tissue being swollen or joint being swollen or whatever. I usually don't swell that bad. Like, my ankle on this one, of course, did because it's already had three short or three surgeries on it and a bunch of hardware and stuff and we got some complications but normally it's pretty mellow um i mean every other time i've pretty much broken anything like there hasn't been usually people look at it and say that it's not broken it's fine because it wouldn't be swollen or wouldn't be that crazy black or blue or stuff and turns out yep it was broken <clears throat> hard hard to judge it that way with me yeah. Sure, I'll find out soon enough. Yeah. When are they looking at you again, did you say? They're going in and doing surgery on Thursday. Oh, for sure? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, are they doing it in the morning? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. isn't it weird that no matter if your surgery is at 7 in the morning or 7 at night, you can't eat starting midnight the night before mm -hmm. which I'm like how does that work why can't I just go eight hours before or something yeah I've had morning surgeries that got postponed to like six in the evening yeah and it's miserable I had a four o'clock they scheduled it for four and, now, and I was just like they go and you can't eat starting midnight and I'm like how does that work the last surgery was at eight o'clock and I can't eat after midnight and now it's four, and I still can't eat from midnight. How how come we don't adjust the time here? Right. I'll I'll get to go through all that Thursday. I'm sure, it'll be exciting. See if you can adjust your time if it's later. Oh yeah. Well, I don't really have any options. I'm kind of just stuck in the sweet-ass hospital room with food that they give me. I like it when you're in the hospital and they ask you what time you would like, and you're like. I mean, shit, take me in in the middle of the night. Like, I'm not doing anything anyway, you know? Yeah, let's get this over with. Yeah, whatever. You tell me when. Sooner the better. Yeah, at your earliest convenience. Let's get it going. Yeah, I wish that that was... I wish that was the case. I was already out of here. Yeah, of course. Are they making you stay after for any length of time? Um, they want me to stay a couple days after for recovery. I mean, mostly just because of the nursing situation and being able to have a bed that I can keep it elevated in. Right. The doctor said even with the swelling after the fact, like he wants it, he wants it elevated like it is now for at least two weeks just to, because as bad as the swelling was, he was like, that, if, the, if we can't close it back up or it opens back up, so. Yeah, that's, what I had uh, well I got an infection and then the um, incision just spread itself back open spread itself open and actually like pulled the stitches out one of the stitches was just laying in the middle and I literally just grabbed it with tweezers and just pulled it straight up it wasn't hooked to anything anymore that sounds awesome it was awesome you could watch my tendon go up and down when I moved my foot also sounds awesome. Here, I'll show you. Oh. Oh man. Yeah. That's my crotch skin. 
They took some crotch skin and put it on my shin. How'd the skin out of your crotch feel when they removed it? Oh, I was so fucked up. It didn't even matter, you know? Yeah. I was like, eh, whatever. They took a full thickness skin graft, so that means it just... You know, I expected to have an area that looked like, you know, they just like scraped some skin off it or something and it was raw. Like they just like farmed some fields or like pulled some, at some, uh, what is that grass called? You know, when they bring the sod, like they just peeled some sod off or something, you know? Mm -hmm. But that wasn't it. There was just like a one like incision sewed back up. And that didn't even, like I said, my leg hurt so bad that that didn't even matter at all. They literally just cut the whole stuff of your shit out. Yeah, didn't even matter. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Relative pain, the other just nullified it, so. Yeah, I've heard of people do that. Get the skin grass for the part. Yeah, like I said, I think maybe if they had just scraped a couple of layers off, maybe it would have sucked, but I don't know, that wasn't even bad. Or maybe my leg just hurt so bad that it didn't even matter. Yeah, I guess it would feel like just a normal decision. It's hard to say. It's a weird one. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. I don't have to go through that and figure it out. Yeah. I'd be pumped on avoiding that. Well, so that was my issue. I um had somebody took take care of me for like a week and a half to two weeks after surgery and then eventually I left and just started taking care of myself after like a week and a half or two weeks and um, so I don't think that helped me any because I was definitely like cooking my own breakfast and shit like that when I was supposed to be in bed for like a month yeah probably not so much so I don't think you know I don't think uh that was the best way to go about it. And I refused to ride this stupid hover round thing at the at the grocery store. I was like, I'm not doing it. So I crutched my ass around. I would get the um I would get the cart and put my one crutch in there and then lean on it with my one arm and then use the other crutch on the same side as my leg. <laughs> That sounds awesome. I would just go straight for the old, the old people part. I dig those things. Yeah, I probably, hindsight, I probably should have taken the car, but I was too proud. Really? Uh, I'm, I'm just getting my own car. That's true. Maybe if I had my own one with like a sick uh, paint job on it or something, I would have been fine with it. Yeah, I want to get one. I want to do the whole paint job and everything, but it's hard because I uh, it's gonna be really hard to paint it. It's true. Painting my wheelchair. I'm in a wheelchair. You're gonna have to get another wheelchair to paint your wheelchair. <laughs> Basically. Well, you gotta do what you gotta do, Larker. Yep, I know. What kind of paint job would you give this chair? I think I'm gonna, I want to go with a flat red, flat red paint job, old school hot rod color. Throw some, throw some white pinstriping on it. Nice. Black wheels. I was thinking pinstripe for some reason because um, 
of all your suits. I need to get a suit that like have custom made pants for it or something. They have zippers on both sides so I can still put them on. There you go. You need to get uh, like those quick re like tear off suit pants. <laughs> like the Adidas track pants? Yeah, exactly. But suit yeah. pants. Don't think those will match the rest of the, the, the suit too well. If Which I gotta get, get this figure out quick because I'm going to a wedding next Saturday. If you oh. get a tear off jacket, it will. True. Quick release. <laughs> quick release sleeves? Everything. <laughs> You can just pull the sleeves off, and then um, you can just have the front detached from the back. <laughs> be pretty awesome. And then your shirt underneath says, I like the party. <laughs> that is true. I mean, does that sound like the best outfit ever, or what? <laughs> I mean... I kind of like it. Underneath the pants, you can have some little teeny chuck shorts under there. <laughs> All those boxers. Yeah. That's, I wore chucks um, shorts one time to go to the hot tub. And uh, I'm like, I'm pretty sure if I had my boxer briefs on, they would stick out way past these shorts, Chuck. And there is a picture somewhere, but I've never seen it yet. So I'm not sure if my nuts were hanging out or what exactly was going on there, but could have known to happen. Could have happened. I don't remember if it had a mesh net in it or not. <laughs> well, built in on you. Yeah. You ever had any Jersey Girl beer? Um, I have not. They got a, um, this is like 20 minutes from here. They have a uh, coffee stout that's 10% that is friggin' delicious, but the only place I ever had it was at the um, brewery itself. I can't find it anywhere. You drive your lazy ass to 20 minutes and go get you some coffee stout. I know, that's true. I did think about that recently. I was like, I should just go there and buy it. Maybe for next show. Maybe I'll have it for next show. Sounds like a good, good deal. Well, we did an hour and 20. You want to return re to vegetation? I'm getting pretty close there, whether we like it or not, with my pain medication. <laughs> well, there you go. And I'm, I should probably turn into a pumpkin as well, because i got to get up and go to work tomorrow. I gotta not get up. I'll still go to work tomorrow. Don't lay my happy ass right here. Well, you can't be signing any contracts. What was that? You can't be signing any contracts while you're in there. Yeah. Why not? Because you're under the influence. Uh, I'll wait till I'm out. Wouldn't be legal and binding. Too bad. Yeah, I don't think anyone's coming up with any contracts right now, so I think it'll be alright. I tried to get you to sign a contract to do some shirts, but you wouldn't do it. You're like, I'm a free agent. Yep. <laughs> yeah, correct. 
Told you, maybe one day. I know. Maybe one day. My to-do list is too big right now to take on any, any new work. I gotta get that thing get that thing taken care of. Your to-do list? Yeah. Once my to-do list is taken care of with all the work that I've put off for the last six months, then I'll think about taking on new people. Alright. I can tell everyone now. So you've told everyone forever? Yeah, sometimes I say yes. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh. kind of fetch me after a couple beers and I usually say yes. Well, that doesn't mean that I, a lot of people say yes while they're drunk. Yeah, but then I just feel bad for taking six months to actually accomplish it after the fact. They don't want to do it. Yeah, I had a friend um, that I bought a helmet. He was a tattoo artist and he painted too. I bought a helmet and I brought it to him. And it took him like a year to paint it. And then he finally painted it in like a day. And he's like, I feel really bad. <laughs> it took me so long to do it. And then I just did it really quick. I was like, thanks. That's pretty much every artist ever. <laughs> That's true. That's why I just tell people no. If I say yes, it means I'm actually going to do it. So, I'd rather just not put it off for a year. Feel bad about it. I'd rather just say no and then do it in a year when I actually want to. There you go. Such an artist. Sometimes. Alright, well... Everybody go there. There's a um. Somebody did a GoFundMe as well, didn't they? We did. Heather's mom put one up as also. We were trying to just get people to buy trash kit stuff, but I guess there's a lot of people who just don't want trash kit stuff and just want to give us money. So. That's really weird. I mean, it's really nice. But it is really nice, but I mean, it's just weird that you wouldn't want something. Cause I kind of tried that as well too when I got hurt. Although I didn't really put out that I was hurt for a while because I never do. I'm usually bummed, so I'm like, I don't want people asking me a bunch of shit, so I just ignore it for a while. And then everyone goes, oh, I didn't know you were hurt, but yeah, I didn't do any. I just tried to get people to buy stuff, and they didn't, so now I'm rethinking it. It's too late now. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I, it wasn't the... Uh the best way that I would have wanted to do a relaunch for Trash Kids, but it definitely got the most attention. Yeah, <laughs> no, I bet. Alright, well everybody go to thrashkids.com buy a shirt or whatever. Uh, I think that's all you got right yet, is shirts, right? You got the shirts and some stickers right now, and then uh, probably in the next, hopefully in the next day or two we'll have the hats up for pre-order. So, just gotta, I gotta wait for an actual photo of when they're gonna be done so people don't have the same thing. So people don't have to wait for them forever. But I'll probably throw those up for pre order just so people can snag them, get their spot because all the new hats are all gonna be limited edition. So nice. All right, you heard it, people. Limited edition Thrash Kid hats coming soon. We got three new ones coming, they're gonna be pretty sweet. So I'm still pumped. Wacker is known for his style and design, so. I'll get up in there. I would trust that it's going to be pretty, uh, pretty cool. I hope so. And if not, well, too bad. 
And so, uh, in the description on YouTube, I'm going to have um, the uh, link to Thrash Kids, and I'll probably try and find the GoFundMe account also, and I'll put a link on there to that. Awesome, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. No worries. I hope, uh, you know, at least a couple of my people buy something, and uh, I hope you heal up and everything turns out good, and eventually one day we can shred again. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. And hopefully we can shred and hopefully I'll design you some stuff one day. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Later, Wacker. See you, dude. Thanks. Later, everybody else. See you next week.